This is Living Truth Podcast, where our purpose is to help you understand the Bible better, live its truth more completely, and experience your relationship with Jesus more deeply. I'm Tom Hine, and I'm your host and resource person in partnership with various guests who engage with us in dynamic conversation and stories from their own lives. Well, hello, everybody. We are back again. This is Tom, and today we're with Dean Scott. Say hello, Dean. Hi, Tom. Yeah, great to have you back from South Dakota where he was hunting pheasants. And we've got uh, Jake doing soundboard again. So we're going to talk a little bit today about faith and politics. So we might get in a little bit deep here. Might be tough. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, it should be interesting. And we want to dive in and really take a look and think about how we approach politics. We're not going to say vote for this person or that person or anything. No, but... uh, a couple of things. First of all, I think for myself, I would say that politics has been something that in terms of preaching, in terms of uh, church life, I haven't really waded in much on it. It just seems like an area where we ought to think about how we approach it. But in the particulars, I know I don't, I, heck, I can't say that in 30 years of ministry, I've really gone deep on political issues. Uh, one, one thing is Jesus says this, he says, seek first the kingdom of God, and that's to be the precedence for us, that's to be the priority for us, that it's not political activism, it's not involvement in politics, that's first and foremost. Now, we do have people, like we look at Daniel and Joseph, people that we could say were political, they rose up in the government. They served well. They were great examples. We have the Apostle Paul, who was a well-known rabbi, so he certainly had some political involvement. But then later, Paul's disciple, other than claiming his right as a Roman citizen, he really didn't have political involvement. So, you know, back in the, was it 80s or 90s? Probably the 90s some, when was that when the Clintons no, it wasn't were Clintons. there? Yep. You know, Kathleen and I fell back into listening to too much Rush Limbaugh, really. I mean, mm-hmm. it became pretty acerbic, pretty um, critical, and it just wasn't probably good direction in terms of kind of how we approach culture and life. And so I listened to Rush for about 20 minutes the other day, but that's the first time I've listened to him in five years. So um, you know, that's been a little bit of my own journey in terms of politics. And Dean, how about you? Are you, how do you kind of process some of those initial things in terms of your attitude toward well, politics? Well, kind of the the my whole life. I mean, I, I was kind of raised as a news junkie. My both my uh, my dad and my mom were really interested in well-read papers or or whatever came. They were, but they were, and they, you might call them worldly. Maybe not not worldly in a sense of travel, but uh, worldly in a sense of knowledge. And, and they talked of, about issues going right. On with I mean, that was yeah. just a, a, a common thing uh, that was uh, kind of became a passion for a lot of us in the family. And I've got five sisters and had a couple of brothers, and we're all still at that point in time really kind of interested. Kind of the whole group's kind of a news junkie. So I, I mean, I remember when uh, CNN first came out when it, in like the I think that was probably 93, 4, somewhere in there. And that was just, at the time, was kind of cool to watch because it was just news and really wasn't any um, 
uh, opinion to start with. And then was slowly, that Turner who started he, CNN? Ted Turner. Ted Turner? Yeah, Ted yeah. Turner started yeah. as the CNN uh, news metric, right? Right. And uh, so that was, that was kind of fun uh, because of my interest in just in yeah. news in cable general. Cable News Network. Yeah, Cable News Network. Uh, 24 hours of news. Yeah. It was Around, the first time yeah. it happened. You always had to uh, tune in to Walter Cronkite at uh, 6 Otherwise, o'clock you, yeah, or and, something. And, yeah. So uh, that was really kind of the first, uh, I mean, I remember that people getting really kind of addicted to just sitting in front of the the TV and watching CNN. You know? yep. and, and anyway, I, I don't know that has to do with faith, but, I'm, but I've always been kind of a... Uh, interested in news so i i right now <clears throat> i still listen to rush i listen to others i uh i browse a lot of websites uh for information i read a lot of bible <laughs> i try to uh, and that's really the piece i try to to that's the book or that's the piece of information that i i try to go to the most often and then to give me balance i do um uh, i mean uh, Contrary to what we say, I mean the politics. I mean it has part. It is part of our life, right? But I think the key thing, Tom, is is it your faith first or your politics first? Absolutely. Okay? And I had this conversation. I was having uh, lunch with with a pastor friend of mine. And I'm conservative, and he, he was uh, extremely liberal, but a friend uh, years and years ago. And my view is the the job as a pastor or the pulpit should not be a activist role but more of a, a teaching in a, a right the the i mean it should to me it should be about the law the ten commandments and why we can't fulfill you're the saying law. you were talking to him about his teaching role right and teaching versus versus yeah. and i was uh, yeah. and i finally came to a question of i have to ask you what comes first your faith or your politics and he couldn't answer it, wouldn't answer it. So to me, that that was a very disheartening thing because essentially he did answer it. That is. Right? That, yeah. And that's why I began yeah. with Matthew 6, 33 mm-hmm. here today, where Jesus says, seek first the kingdom right. of Absolutely. God. The yeah. kingdom of God is God's kingship, mm-hmm. his authority, and mm-hmm. proclaiming him as king. And Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he says we're in the world but we're not of the world. And so there is that balance, that tension that we live with. And that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about politics is we're talking about walking that tightrope of tension between the kingdom of God and this world and how we manage that, how we balance that. And so that's the hard part is sorting all that out. It it really is. And and as you're, you know, I've watched as my children have, Growing up, I mean, we tried to raise them in a in a Christ-centered home, right? But but there is so much out there in the world that is pulling them away and normalizing uh, behaviors that I wouldn't agree with, uh, and um, just uh, passions and activisms and this and that that really really pull uh, people away from their Christian faith, and I. I and, and I think it's good to be passionate about things. Uh, yes. I think it's good to take motion. But if, you, if you're not putting your faith first and you're putting your faith second or third or you know, fourth down the, the, the list, it's, you're in the wrong position. Yes. And uh, so 
I, I see, I mean, we've talked, we've talked a little bit about this. I, I, I see the role of secularism in our United States and the world as, as a becoming a major faith that's fighting uh, Christian faith, right? I mean, the, the uh, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned it just in a message a couple weeks ago when I talked about Rob Dreher's book, Live Not By Lies, and just as he studies culture and the changes in culture, there is a lot of pressure upon believers to sort out what do I really believe, how can I work this job and really proclaim myself as a follower of Jesus and can I have a small business and deal with the kinds of regulations and things that either currently exist or coming down the road? And those are difficult kinds yeah, of things. Absolutely. And I, yeah, really difficult decisions to make. I mean, there's not a day in our world that the politics or government don't enter now in some way, shape or form. Yes. They're just, there's just not a day. So it's pretty easy to get trapped in that. Uh, pulling you away from your faith, but as my view, and if I if this is this is critically important for me to make it through the day, so I don't get caught up in too much, you know, because it, it'd be pretty easy. I mean, I'll admit it. I mean, I'm very conservative in my viewpoint. Yeah, and uh, I could I could let it get out of hand, okay, but I can't let it get out of hand. Exactly. It's, it's uh, Colossians four six. Mm -hmm. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer I was, I was each person. I was just reading that last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's perfect. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. But, but that doesn't happen all the time. No. I mean, man, some of the interactions that people have on Facebook posts, uh, I mean, I have to just <clears throat> shut some of those people off, and I don't defriend them, but I don't follow their interactions anymore because all they're doing is putting up rants all the time. Exactly, yeah. Just... I, I can't deal with that yeah, from the, the left or the right, conservative or liberal, really. Yeah, well, yeah, same. And, and it, and yeah, exactly. A, I, I, yeah, and it's yeah. not a good representation of Christ to others if that begins to stir within us. Yeah, if you're if you're hard-hearted, I mean this. I mean, if you're hard-hearted, uh, whether I'm, I mean, whether Republican or Democrat or Libertarian or Independent or whatever you want, I mean, if you're if you're hard-hearted, you can't you can't hear, right? Yeah, that's so, how put it. So, I mean, so, and and you tend to then be very narrow uh, on, and I think it's okay to be narrow. I think it's okay to be narrow-minded in a sense on the biblical sense. I mean, my, for me, this this is okay. I got, uh, God gave us 10 commandments. We couldn't fulfill them. We couldn't keep the law, right? So God gave us a way out. God yes. gave us his son, yes. right? God gave us his son. And and going back to that's my narrow-minded, that's my narrow sort of uh, viewpoint. I will kneel for my for my God. I will kneel for Jesus, but I'm not going to kneel for a person. Yes. I'm not going to kneel for a movement. Um, but, I mean, and I have to be a little careful there, but but that's but that simplifies things for me. But in the same time, when I have that 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 simple kind of narrow opinion, and maybe you, my kids might call it narrow-minded. But that doesn't keep me from listening to uh, someone with a different opinion. Uh, I, I had, uh, when I was down at the feed store, I had some great liberal friends that we could have some super dialogue with and still walk out uh, them being my friends. And in that, a lot of times I could, I could talk to them about God. 
end up in a in a conversation with where's your faith you know what comes first what are you believing in where what you know uh, all these uh, other things out there that that the world brings at us seem like you know people fall in behind them and it's faith to them it really is they I don't think they even know it but if you have an opportunity to bring people to Christ okay and you talk about uh, Limbaugh and I was just the the Rush Limbaugh is going through a real tough cancer. Yeah, I noticed that. Right now, he's going to die. Yep. Uh, just this week, and I read it uh, somewhere. He talked about the, his, you know, he, he's conservative. He's been he's been opinionated. He's been a a a, a, a hot point and has offended a lot of people. Right. But yeah, I mean, right? so some of the ways that he's talked throughout mm-hmm. his career really have mm-hmm. not been. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree totally. I mean, uh, I mean, and let's, very, let's just say it right here. Yeah. Trump does the same thing. Exactly. It's just yeah. the yeah. language is right. not helpful. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But here, just recently, the the and I was just reading, and I, it was a really good quote. But Limbaugh said, "If it wasn't for my sustaining faith, my personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I wouldn't have." Uh, I mean, he he is at that point in his life where his faith with Christ is far more important than anything else going on in his life. And that is a, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't know that, but, but, uh, that's, isn't that, I mean, isn't it kind of beautiful? You're it gonna is come beautiful. To, you're going to come to that, that, that time. And yeah, and it, do, it doesn't eliminate the need to live a life of character. Absolutely. And when yeah. people, mm-hmm. uh, critique some conservative public figures, I mean, that, that's the issue is that, and, and, liberal public figures too. I mean, many of our, not, I don't know how, what percentage of our politicians have dealt with character issues, but a most, lot of them. Most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most. And I mean, but that's, that's, human, a, that's an issue for us as right, believers. Right. It is human and yeah. we can exhibit grace, but when there doesn't at times seem to be any desire mm-hmm. for transformation, that, that's not but character good. is important if you're in a leadership yeah. position, whether yeah. it's government or whether it's in, in our church yes. here at, at New Hope. I mean, right. the importance of Ryan's character and your character and Jake's character and, and we as elders is, yes. is critically important. And um, so, yeah, so a good character and leadership is really important. I do think right now in the world, I mean, in the U.S. anyway, I'm seeing this, uh, and I'm just, you know, stepping back, taking a look. I really do think there's a little bit of a, uh, a little momentum uh, for the Christian faith. Okay, and I don't know if you'd really call it a revival in government, but I see um, uh, more people willing to come out and say that they're Christians in, in the leadership leadership role. And that, to me, that's that's uh, energizing in a sense. Now, there's a lot that aren't, but yeah. But, uh, and I do think it's important. I, yeah, part part of the thing for me too is to look beyond the person and to look at the issues, mm-hmm. to look at the platforms and things. Absolutely. And so, even right now, there are a couple of third parties that I'm saying I, I like their platforms better, sure. appreciate it better than either the Republican or the Democratic mm-hmm. platforms, and. I know that third parties, you're just more of a lobbying arm than anything, but it's important to look at the platforms and get beyond the people themselves when we're talking about well, politics. Yeah, and I think it's exactly what I said before. It's more The most important thing is your faith first. Yes. Right, yeah, your Christian faith. And from there, I, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or Libertarian or an Independent or or, or where you are, but I, but I do believe our uh, country – 
is was established around the the I mean Christian faith, uh, and I think it's really inherently important at this point in time. You can still be open minded and accepting, but I do think our for uh, our United States to be successful, that that Christian faith has to be a really critical important part of it. And we're a little like you know we're a little like Nineveh, right? <laughs> we don't we don't want to uh, we don't want to change, uh, and we're in a, I mean, we, we look, I look out at the world and I see all the different things taking place and uh, behaviors and violence and sexual and gosh, all sorts of things. And, and it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, we have to, we, I know, and I wish everyone, I mean, I, it's, we almost beg for people to take a look and say, Hey, you've got to come back to our Christian faith yes. in order for this, this country to yeah. be so successful. So Jonah is one of the books when I teach on Bible interpretation overseas in the Pathways program. That's the first book we teach through because it's a narrative, a story. Jonah ran the other way Absolutely. when he was called to go to Nineveh. And yet God in his sovereignty got him back on track. He went to Nineveh and they repent. Absolutely. In yeah. wide scale. And so you just never know what God's going well, to that's, do. Well, that's, that's a relief for me to know that no matter what we do, you know, I can sit and fret and I can take in all the news in the world and I can watch Fox News and CNN and OAN and MSNBC and I can read the Drudge Report and Breitbart and all these different Huff, Huffington Post stuff. But in the end, really all that information is just, that's just overload of information. The really, the, the, the yeah, it's really, just conversational material. It really is. You know, the re the release and the relief that I have is knowing that really honestly is in God's hands. And there is not a lot we can do about it. I mean, it's in God's hands. God's yeah. hands. And that's been yeah. the big theme of Daniel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly the exactly the theme yeah. of Daniel of, of, you know, 70 years in exile, right? And eventually yes. making your way back to, to Jerusalem and, and uh, King Cyrus finally, yeah, finally lets him go, right? Yep. But that's God, that, and that was God's hand for him. That was God delivering Daniel to him and Cyrus listening and saying, I am moved by God. And yes. I, this is what I need to do. Uh, generationally. Generationally. I mean, absolutely. Uh, we don't oftentimes think 70 years in the future. Yeah. And, it, and But look at the patience Daniel had because he knew. He looked forward to that 70 years. He knew God had told him what 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 is going to happen and he trusted in it and believed in it and stuck with it and didn't waver right yes and uh, so to me um I, I don't know where the united i don't know where we end up in the world i don't know where we end up in the in the united states i don't know where this election goes but i but i have confidence and faith that it's in god's hands no different than my life or your life or amen uh, you know so with that i think no matter what comes on november 3rd I'm not going to fret about it, you know, because it's in God's hands, right? Yeah. That's, that's so uh, one of the lines mm -hmm. that sometimes is thrown out to for voters to consider is, it's all about the economy, stupid. <laughs> and uh, what do you think? As Christians, do we agree with that or disagree with that? Well, I mean, yeah, a, a good economy is wonderful, right? But to me, that's not, not it's, it's more um, than the economy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm watching right now. One of the things I've seen in this administration that's here is it started off, I think, uh, and still arrogant. And, you know, I mean, Trump is, 
an arrogant yeah. New Yorker. I mean, pardon he, me. He I'm sorry. I'm, he is as he is far as a TV but the one personality. Thing, one thing that's given me a little bit of, of, of hope is like, I know Mike Pompeo is a devout Christian. Um, Mike Pence. Or, and Mike Pence also. Yeah. But also Pompeo. Okay. okay? Devout Pompeo. I, who's yeah. Pompeo? He's the uh, uh, National Security or the uh, Secretary of State. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a he's a deeply Christian man. Mike Pence is, and you may even consider Mike Pence to be a lot like a Joseph. I think so. Yeah. You know, I mean, here's a quiet Christian man with a lot of character that's in the background that is helping guide. Okay? Right. The press secretary, the new press secretary that came on, is Kaylee McEnany, is a deeply Christian woman. So I mean, those are kind of some things I'm looking at that are. I think they're positive. You know? yes. I think they're very positive. Now, where they go, I don't know, and I don't know You know, if the administration totally listens. But, but I see the Pharaoh wrapping himself with some Christian people. Yes. And that, to me, is good. Okay. That is. Uh, well, but again, where, where that, where, and I probably pretty well told you where I'm going to vote, right? <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I, but but my, uh, I just think there's, there is a Christian movement inside our government that's kind of making the right head in the right direction. I don't know how big that'll be. I don't know how far that goes. And again, I don't know who wins, and I really don't care. Right? I do care, but I'm not going to fret about it one way or the other because I know it's in God's hands. So it's a simple thing. And so the the and I have to do this, Tom. Uh, I have to almost daily go. Okay, what comes what comes first? My faith or my 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 government, my politics. For me, I'd just soon have the government out of the way so we can run full speed as Christians and really have impact in this world, you know, and in other worlds. Uh, in, uh, so, so, so justice is a big thing right now, mm-hmm. an important issue. And uh, how do we as Christians, how do we respond to justice issues? How do we approach these issues? I have a few thoughts well, on that, a, why I don't you a, go ahead and respond? I have a question about justice. Is justice justice for all, and what is justice? <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't understand, uh, is it, or is it a uh, targeted? Uh, uh, so mean, God's God's a just God, right, while you're thinking right. about it, yeah. and he wants to bring about righteousness and good to all people. All mm-hmm. people are created in God's That's, image I, I, and should be treated with care and concern mm-hmm. and compassion. And so the question is both, Individually and corporately, are there things that we have done and are doing that produce unjust kinds of pressure upon people where they're not treated in a way that's kind and caring and compassionate? Yeah. I, yeah I, I, it's a me, hard question yeah. to answer. Well, first of all, yeah. I, I, I've, I've asked that people. I said, okay, what is justice? You know, I mean, it's a good word, and it's, it, it feels good, and but— it's to me it's all colors all race all people Amen. all ages all all i mean i'm 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 yes i believe in a just god and i believe that everyone should be treated fairly i mean i i might be wrong but i think the justice movement has been more about race right but I don't know. Is that? I mean, I really am asking this seriously. Yeah, and it's hard for us out in Adel, Iowa, to answer this as well. Mm-hmm. Probably if we're in the midst of a inner city kind of situation, and so 
you know, when I when I go overseas, I'm the only white person sure. among thousands of darker colored skins, and people are looking at me. Sometimes I have people that say things like, I had this red shirt on, and there were these two young guys that pulled up a stop sign, and they're looking at me, pointing at me, and they say, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, I knew they were talking about me. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that didn't feel good. Yeah. I'm out in the middle of nowhere just for a morning walk. Mm. And so we recognize that our brothers and sisters of color have things that happen that don't necessarily happen with us as much. I mean, and so the, the question for us both individually and like I say, the, it's a harder question to answer corporately. I think individually, all of us who follow Jesus and love him would say, yeah, we want to love people Absolutely. and we want to help yeah. them. But corporately, it's a more difficult question to answer because your philosophy of how government should operate enters in, how much governmental intervention should there be or not. And yeah, these I, are difficult yeah. questions. I think, I think Tom, this going back to those two young guys, I think if you had time to sit and talk with them, and, and they with you, you'd soon, you'd, they'd soon see the character in the tomato, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, I just I, tell them too much ketchup. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rather be an onion. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but to, that's for me, I, I, I really honestly, I do not care what color you are. I don't care. I don't care about that part. I do care about your character. Yes. Um, and character first, and that comes out. Uh, I mean, I've I've got great friends of different races, and it's about their character. Yes, it's not about their color. Um, and so <laughs> that that so I I mean I don't that that to me is it's a far easier way to go. And I think Peggy's great. My wife is absolutely wonderful. She's just this kind-hearted, open care for people person i mean we've had our we've had our basement open if someone needs it they can come use it we do not care about what they've been through what they're doing what yes what color they are you guys do a great job with that it's uh it's more about what do you see in that person and what do you can you help them you know i don't i mean it's yeah yeah. So I'm going to wrap yeah. up yeah. with yeah. some questions for our listeners. I found these questions on uh, Some Believers site. It's uh, called Questions All Christians Should Ask, um, especially regarding politics. Do those who know you see evidence that you care more about loving your neighbor and sharing the gospel message than they do about winning a political argument? I then so. second question is... When's the last time you stopped and prayed for the candidates and their teams on either side, any side, any background? Third, how often do you actively listen to people with other political viewpoints without just trying to get your point across? Fourth, how much time do you spend catching up on the latest political commentary and news? And this one is going to catch some of us. How does this compare to the time you spend reading the Bible, serving others, or in prayer? And then finally, in what ways have you placed too much hope in a particular candidate, election, or current political office holder? What would it take for you to place your ultimate hope in your creator more than a human politician? Well, the, the last question is easy. I mean, I'm going to put, I'm going to put my there. stock in the creator. Yeah. Amen. Um, one thing that's been kind of good for me is uh, 
company I was working for closed up at the end of July, and I'm 67 years old, and I haven't I haven't worked since uh, end of July. So I've had these months off, and out of that time, I, I realized how much time I was listening to the radio going down. I mean, I was traveling a lot, I was driving, right. so there's a lot of road time, right? So you tend to pull the radio on, and, and I had a lot of talk radio. Uh, I still was, you know, every morning in my Bible and evening in my Bible, and and uh, a lot of you know, listen to the podcast yeah. and things. I've been kind of slack at that because I haven't, I haven't been in the car as much. I've been uh, out, but I've been reading my Bible more. The beauty of that is I've been able to take time with my devotions in the morning, and you know, I'll start. I mean, I'm not getting up as early as I was, <laughs> but sometimes I'll be. I'll have a couple cups of coffee, make a little breakfast, and and I'll be sitting at my kitchen table, and it, and you know it might be from eight o'clock to yeah, ten o'clock. I'm stuck in slower. my Bible. I, I you know, know uh, Jim Cor, yeah. our friend Jim and Sue. They say now they're both retired. They can sit there for yeah, two three I can, hours. I can, and yeah, I mean, I can just together. I yeah. can really enjoy time in my Bible, or reading some C.S. Lewis, or or yeah. you know whatever it is. So I the so I've weaned myself a little bit from the. <laughs> radio talk radio and such and separated that way i spent a lot of time you know on my horses and riding and and just outdoors and enjoying god really so yeah. Amen. Um, when the last time did i pray for the the politi- the, the candidates uh, probably two days ago yeah you know, for and for all for the for the whole for our country and the, the big question at the end though is do i i mean who's in charge and boy it's simple for me i mean my relationship with christ is so critically important to hope what I do on a, on a daily basis, that uh, politics come way second. Amen. So uh, just kind of wrapping things up, uh, Dean also, along with some other folks, helps lead Cowboy Church every other Sunday night. Do you want to tell people just in one minute or less what that is? Well, Cowboy Church is a, you just, just come off the street as, as you are, and, and uh, you don't have to be a cowboy. <laughs> you don't have to have any Western influence at all, but... Uh, we invite people in to uh, just come listen to a short message. Uh, we, we, we tailor it to a Western kind of theme, horses. We usually have horses there. Uh, so you spend a lot of time riding horses, introducing yeah, we, people to horses, yeah, a lot we'll of do, good we, fellowship. We, we try, yeah. I, I like to just go out and sit and visit. Really, yeah, the fellowship, wa- I think, is, the, is, our, is our key thing there. Uh, yeah, we'll, do, we'll usually start riding somewhere at 3, 3.30 or so, uh, worship at 5.30, followed by a potluck and uh, then fellowship and stay as long as you want. And I mean, we've, we've had uh, people sit on our yard till 11 o'clock on Sunday nights after cowboy church starting at three 30 in the afternoon. So we don't, we don't chase anybody home. We just sit and talk and, and uh, we, we try to keep it simple uh, as far as a message. And we try to keep it related to something a little bit Western uh, horses or cattle, or it's just been a blessing. Tom is something that, popped up down at the feed store and I didn't start it. A very good Christian man started it and then uh, kind of burned out and quit and the yes. people didn't want to quit so we've just kept it going. Yeah, but we you've the, been the shepherd yeah. and the guide and God's uh, been the ultimate uh, good shepherd and he's doing yeah. a good work yeah. so keep yeah. it up. It's a great blessing to us. Yeah. It really is. It has been. So. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening in. And so take some time, think, and pray today, whether you're on the road, sitting at home, going for a walk. We love you and appreciate each of you listening. God bless.